Hello, this is Mike Allen, Head of Research at Zeus Capital. Today I want to talk about the quarterly electric vehicles report compiled by myself, Robin Bide and Carl Smith. A couple of points I want to make from a high level. Number one, supply bottlenecks continue to hamper overall vehicle sales and this has also hampered um, EV and uh, hybrid vehicles as well, which fell in July by 10.8% year on year underperforming the market which was down nine percent and we also noticed that podpoint cited low ev deliveries as a headwind to demand for its home charging products the second point is the high cost of fuel are driving higher demand for evs at the moment and we take that from the data source from auto trader as released as part of the road to 2030 report and that's showing spikes in EV interest following fuel shortages and high pipe prices at the pump. And number three, the UK government scraps the EV grant. However, um, whilst the £1,500 plug-in vehicle grant has been scrapped from June this year, um, we do not think this is deterring underlying demand at the moment. Other points I'd like to make, UK public EV charge points continue to grow. So according to ZapMap, 1,332 public charging devices were installed in the UK during July. And that brings the total to 33,281 devices with 54,779 connectors across 20,000 uh, locations. And the government has set a new target to have over 300,000 public charging points by 2030. So infrastructure continues to move in the, in the right direction. However, there's a long way to go before 2030 targets are made. And the other point we would make is the ultra rapid within the mix remains a small part of the overall infrastructure, which needs to grow in our opinion. And the final point I'd like to make is EV used EV residual values increased by 2.8% in the month uh, to July and are up 19% year on year. Um, so there's a healthy underlying strength of residual values in EVs at the moment. I now will hand over to my colleague Robin Bide, who has provided the quarterly focus in terms of the EV supply chain and battery challenge. Hi there, Robin Bide, Industrials Analyst at Zeus Capital, working with Mike and Carl on the autos industry. So for our deep dive subject this quarter, I'm looking at the EV supply chain. There are plenty of uh, London listed companies now involved in the EV supply chain uh, from say Ampte Power, which is Tigger A-M-T-E, who focus on uh, battery cell development to our, to our own corporate client, Surface Transforms, uh, Tigger SCE. Um, who make lightweight and durable carbon ceramic brake discs, which are very well suited to high-performance EVs. I think the first thing I'd say is the car-making industry, in my view, is highly political. So changes to the car manufacturing ecosystem will often have profound effects on country and regional supply chains and economies. And we've clearly seen that in the UK over the past 40 years with the demise of national champions and then the rise of foreign-owned groups producing in the UK. And then thinking about jobs, nearly 7% of all EU jobs 
are in the auto industry. So that's nearly 15 million people employed. And then in the UK, it's nearly a million, either employed directly by the makers or indirectly in the supply chain. So you can see already that the shift from uh, the internal combustion engine to EVs goes way beyond the net zero agenda. It impacts jobs, supply chains, local economies, government budgets and tax bases. And therefore, uh, in my view, this is not an issue that politicians can easily, easily ignore. Now, an area we've been focusing on quite closely recently is the production of cell packs for EVs. A major challenge, as we see it, for European and UK automakers is to secure enough batteries or cell packs to support high-volume local vehicle production. And this is particularly acute in the UK, where ICE engine production is a key focus of the industry, with JLR, Bentley, BMW, Ford, Nissan, Toyota and Honda all producing um, high volumes of engines and gearboxes in the country. Now, the good news is that UK industry and the government are responding and have actually responded quite rapidly. This is uh, primarily through the so-called Faraday battery challenge uh, and managed by UK Research and Innovation. Now, they've committed to supporting and investing uh, in the growth of large-scale battery technology in the UK. And a big practical step forward uh, has been the development through the Faraday Battery Challenge of the UK Battery Industrialisation Centre in Coventry. Essentially, this is a big new factory. It's government supported. And what they do at UK BIC is they help uh, various companies scale up production of prototypes or near prototype cell packs. Uh, for full commercialisation and rollout. And various UK companies, including Ampty Power, British Vault and Ilica, are currently working on scaling up their products for um, commercial production. Now, we were lucky enough um, to visit the UK BIC factory uh, in July. It's a, a fascinating uh, place to visit, and you can find out more about that uh, in our notes on UK BIC, called Powering Up on the Zeus Capital website. Thanks.